faith to which we've been called into as, body, as the believers of Jesus Christ and into his, his body. A, a blessing that allows us uh, to convey the truth of who Jesus is, the, that risen and living Lord. This morning, uh, as we, uh, we move into this, this month of May, this first Sunday of the month of May, I'd like to get back to a practice and a pattern uh, that we've been experiencing here at Bethany. We uh, de- deviated a little bit from that. I deviated a little bit about, uh, from that in, in, um, in April uh, because of that first Sunday, first week there was uh, Palm Sunday and moving into Holy Week. What I'd like for us to do is get back to emphasizing on that first Sunday of the week who we are as God's people in the Word of the Lord uh, as we're taking into heart and into memory uh, a theme verse for the month. And you see it there before you. It's from Colossians chapter 3, verse 10. So if you have your Bibles and would like to turn there, this is the Bible verse for us that we're going to be memorizing together. And I want to share with you its truths today from God's Word as, as this verse defines us this month in our heart and, and mind. The Spirit is saying, you have put on the new self. And Paul is speaking to the Christians who are living in a town called Colossae. When he is saying to them, which is being renewed in knowledge, in the image of its creator. Now this is a, a simple verse for us to memorize. And I hope that you can take it in heart and mind and, and, and have that in your memory. To be thinking about and recalling uh, day in and day out. And to be talking about amongst yourselves. We, I, have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. And I love this slide that uh, goes with this, this Bible verse uh, for, you, for us today. It's the living Lord standing outside the empty tomb, praising the one who has given him a new life. Can't you see yourself there as well? We who live in Christ Jesus, we who are being renewed in knowledge and in the image of our Creator, while we know that to be the living Lord of Easter Sunday, that's also us as well, living in the victory That's ours in Jesus Christ. What Paul is addressing here to the church of Colossae is this new life that they've been given. And to gain traction then in that new life that comes in knowing the risen and living Lord. But doesn't it seem to you that so often in life we're we're struggling with what we don't want to gain traction with in our lives. We're doing things that keep us from gaining traction in our life. Many of you right now are, are putting down all kinds of repellent, maybe outside of your house or, or in your kitchen around the cupboards because you're trying to keep bugs from gaining attraction, uh, of, of, uh, gaining traction of, of coming into your home, right? Now's the time of the year that we're doing that. And we do that all year long as well, putting a bug repellent around our foundations. Some of you are, are working really hard right now uh, to put down pesticides uh, or, or weed killer in your gardens or, or your, the, the ground that will be your gardens or, or in your grass, your, your lawn, so that weeds won't gain traction as these spring rains come and as things are blooming and bustling to life now in this, in this spring. We try this, at this point in time, amidst this pandemic, for something not to gain traction in our lives and and this kind of chart has become very familiar to us in these weeks. It's that uh, familiar phrase, flattening the curve, where we don't want the coronavirus to gain traction in our families, in our lives, in our communities. And so 
we find ourselves under self-quarantine, the self-isolation. We find ourselves doing things in a different pattern, including worship, so that that curve would be flattened and, and the virus at least controlled or corralled in, in some kind of way. What Paul is doing also in the message for the Colossians today is he's hoping that sin won't gain traction in their life. In fact, prior to this verse, uh, Colossians 3.10, our memory verse, Paul spoke to them this truth in verse 9. He says, you have taken off the old self with its practices. You've taken it off, that is, your old self, that which that what you were before you know you knew the living lord and so often in the christian church and in the in the scriptures in theology of of the understanding of who god is how we find the opportunity for sin not to gain traction is by proclaiming the law or at least we think that that's what's going to keep sin from gaining traction now now in the gift of the law the law of the lord is good we know that it serves purposes for us On the one hand, it serves as a curb in life. It gives us boundaries for healthy living unto God and to one another. And even unbelievers live within these curbs. And it's unbelievers and believers alike who in sin step over those curbs. Unbelievers and and believers alike in moments of of, of sin and temptation will curse God. Will take life and, and, and kill it. And we step over those curbs in our sinful humanity. But the law is there to keep us from becoming rampant with murder or adultery or cursing God. And believers and unbelievers both, we all know that. Another way that the law is given so that sin might not be gaining traction in our life is it's like a mirror. It shows us, as we look into the law, exactly how sinful, impure we are. This is what Paul was talking about. This impure, sinful self has been taken off. It's been removed from you. In fact, your human identity in its curse, that which would bring you death and separate you from the Lord God Almighty in eternity... That which has defined you in your old self, these practices, this way of life, has been shed. But the law doesn't do that. There's something else that does that. Just like bug repellent only works for a little while, like weed killer has a a lifespan and and it doesn't work uh, forever, and just like self-isolation might work for a while, but we can't live like this forever. We know that. So the law also is incomplete. It's short-lived. It's not full in the purpose of taking off the old while it might show us the old. It can't take it off so that we would be renewed as we hear in chapter 3 verse 10 that we're putting on this new self, being renewed in the knowledge and the image of our creator. Thankfully, we know a God who longs for us not to live in that old, cursed, sinful nature self. But we know a God who brings to us hope and life, and who would give to us traction in life to live then in His holy ways. In the ways of His kingdom, 
as Jesus uses that idiom today, to be like sheep of his pasture, who know their shepherd, who know his voice, who follow him, who long to live in his ways, and who go, who, the sheep who go where he leads. This truth is what Jesus is giving to us as God's people in the traction of the good news in his death and resurrection. It's that good news that Paul proclaims the Spirit gives to us today. You have put on the new self. And in fact, we could even say that personally for us. I have put on the new self. And I am being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Indeed, this is the good work that the Lord is doing for us. And one of the things that we find from the word of the Lord here today is is a is unique phrase that the Spirit uses through Paul to the church in Colossae, as we hear it. It's this word renewed, anokainu, we would know it in, in the Greek. And it's speaking to a phrase that we're also knowing in these days called a new normal. <laughs> to be renewed is to be brought into a new normal. And in that phrase of which the Spirit uses, we are passive in the receiving of this new life. What's being put on us is not by ourselves. What's being put on us is being put on us from the Lord. And what's being put on us in the Lord, in the knowledge and the image of his creator, again, is a gift that we are receiving. The new self has taken off the old where we have died with Christ Jesus in the forgiveness of our sins. And you have put on in that passivity of faith, now in the working of God himself, you have been raised with him to a new life. Now, as this renewal is taking place, you and I are called to move from that which we've put off and move into the new in the good news of Jesus Christ. Again, that's why I like this image for you. What's behind us is our humanity, the curse of death, sin, the old self. And what lies before us now is the new life that we've been called into. And how have we gotten to this point except through the saving work alone of God's grace in Jesus that calls us in faith from death to life, now to go forward. And in this life, to gain traction then, in the blessings of knowing the kingdom and his ways. And that goes for us even in, in these days, right? Bug repellent only works for a little while. There's some other things that maybe we need to do as we go forward seeking bugs to stay out of our house. Maybe we, maybe we clean a little better. Maybe you put your sugar bowl in a plastic bag. Uh, maybe uh, we, we make some shifts in life so that bugs aren't attracted along with putting down that repellent. Maybe for our gardens and our yards, we still need to put down pesticide, but knowing that they're not going to end all the weeds, maybe also what we need to do is make sure that the good stuff comes up and is fertilized. And that takes a little planning, a little forward thinking. Maybe in the fall to put down that which we need so that in the spring the good comes up. For us, as we're living through this quarantine, this self-isolation time, we have an opportunity to build amongst ourselves and in our communities new patterns of life and living that, yes, are a new normal and involve change. 
that can also serve to be a blessing for the long term. Maybe with some people that we haven't connected with for a while. Or some patterns of life that we're setting in place now for future habits that can be good for us in our life in the Lord. And while the proclamation of the law only serves for a, a short term, it can't save us unto everlasting life, it does provide for us, in its third use, opportunities to know the truth of the kingdom as it is a light into our path. It serves as a, a guide. But it only can do that in light of the new self that has been put on us in the gospel. In the new life of Jesus, who raises us from death to life and leads us forward now in these kingdom truths. A kingdom truth that lets us know from Colossians chapter 3, verse 10, that in the new life, the renewal of life brought to us, we are being renewed in the knowledge, in the image of our Creator. There's a couple of points here for us to take a look at. The first one is the knowledge of my Creator. It's not just a knowledge of knowing, like in our minds, but also it's a knowledge of knowing in our hearts. Because from our hearts come the direction for our identity in the Lord. When Jesus, as the shepherd, says, come, as the gate opens his kingdom to me, that identity of heart and life and faith in Jesus follows and comes into his kingdom every day in the assurance of our, our life in him. When he leaves and leads us out, we follow because we know his voice. Our identity is bound in him. The knowledge of my creator isn't just knowing him, but being in him where my identity is found. And even though our, our identity is being defined a little bit differently these days in this kind of pandemic, it hasn't changed in the sense that we belong to the Lord. And he's with us wherever we find ourselves, even when these days are getting long and lonely. The image, the knowledge of my creator brings me direction in the identity of my life for you and me right now. And not only is that knowledge of my creator being known, but the image of my creator is being renewed within us. And that speaks to the reflection then of the life patterns that I'm, I'm living. It's a reflection of moving from, uh, like in this, this picture, out from those old practices and into the new way of life. It's a reflection of now who we are as sheep following the shepherd. And an opportunity in these days to establish some new practices. Maybe we have more time on our hands right now to really get into the word of the Lord in our daily devotions. Or to take time out of our day on Wednesdays and, and, and get into that Job study. We've got time to, to spend time with our, our children in, in prayer and, and in these words of the Lord. We've got time to connect with people through Facebook or, or, or FaceTime or, or email or phone calls even. We've got an opportunity to establish some new practices that are of the reflection, the image, the renewal in our Creator. Friends, this is a little bit today from that which we are memorizing. You, we could even say I, have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge, in the image of its Creator. 
This is the good news of the Spirit at work within us, the new life that we've been given. It's an opportunity for us to know the saving work of renewal in Jesus Christ every day. The knowledge, then, of my Creator, which gives me identity in the direction of my life unto eternity. And, in the image of my Creator, to reflect, then, in new practices of life and living. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God that he, he gives it to us and that we get to take it in then in a heart and in mind and in memory. And may this word of the Lord give us an impact this May and for days and years to come as we live in this living word of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the privilege of hearing and reading and taking in your word not just words on a page, but that very living word of Jesus, our Savior. And so as we put, these, put this particular verse, Colossians 3, verse 10, to memory now in this month, may it have such a moving, eternal impact in our heart and life that we long to live by, by that renewal you brought us into. And, and to know that in the knowledge of our Creator, in the image of our Creator, our life is, def is defined. You are great, and this is the work of your hands, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, we thank you, and we pray. Amen. So friends, may the peace of our God that passes our understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus and living unto him. For you are being renewed in Christ Jesus, in the knowledge and the image of your creator, as we are in Christ Jesus. Amen.